Hi. Over the last few weeks, we've been looking at the model prayer that Jesus gave us to help us when we pray. We often struggle to pray, I know, but the Lord's Prayer gives us ideas about what we can say or what we can cover in our prayers. But let's always remember this. The first and foremost reason for prayer is to develop an intimate relationship with God our Father. It's about spending time with God our Father, of talking to Him and developing our relationship with Him. And today we come to the phrase, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. When people hear or recite these words, I think many people are just thinking ahead or maybe just hoping that will come a time when everything that's wrong in this world will be put right. If they call themselves Christians, they may be looking to a time when Christ returns to this world and sorts everything out, or to a time perhaps when Christ removes all his people from the earth, what they might call the rapture. There are several views held by Christians regarding the return of Christ, when he will come back. But nobody knows when that will be. But while we are still here, guys, there are certain things we can be sure of and certain things we need to be doing. You know, we're not just meant to be holding on until he comes back. We should not be passive as we wait for his return, locking ourselves away, doing nothing, hanging on until we get to heaven. That sadly is how a lot of Christians act. Perhaps they would say they've made a commitment to follow Jesus. They may say they've been saved. But by this, they may feel they've been saved from the world and all its corruption. And so the aim is to keep themselves and their beliefs to themselves to close the doors, to stay behind the walls where they can be safe. But the kingdom is not just something that we have to look forward to in the future and that we need to hold on for until we die. When Jesus began his work, he proclaimed, the kingdom of God has come. Did you get that? Has come, it's arrived. But of course, his kingdom is not a political or geographical kingdom. That's how some people have viewed it, and still view it perhaps. If that were the case, as Jesus said, his followers would take up weapons. Or we might think they need to stand for election. No, it's not about gaining power in this world. His kingdom comes in the hearts of men and women, boys and girls, when we admit that we are sinners, and when we accept Jesus Christ into our lives as our Saviour and Lord. And it grows in our hearts and lives in us through the Holy Spirit as we surrender our will to his will, as we honour him in all that we do, as we do good to all people and we proclaim the good news of the kingdom. His kingdom comes when his will is done. That's what Jesus did. He said to God his Father, not my will, but yours be done. So the kingdom comes and grows by you and me, aligning our will to the will of God and doing his will. And let me say this, this is how to pray. When we pray, we are not to give God a list of things that we want. He's not a kind of a heavenly Father Christmas. That's what many people think prayer is. Somebody once asked a little boy if he said his prayers every night. 
He thought about it for a second or two and then he replied, No, some nights I don't need anything. That's not the way it should be when we pray. As the Lord's Prayer says, we are to pray for his priorities. This is the P I'm thinking about this time. His priorities. For the things that God wants done. That is the way that his kingdom grows. His priorities. His agenda. We bring about God's kingdom when we pray and we do his will. What he wants done. You will notice I said pray and do his will. Many men in church pray that God's will will come. His kingdom will come. That things will change for the better. In their families. In their neighbourhoods. Even in their nations. But men we are not just to pray for things to change. When we give our lives to Christ. He should become our king. Our Lord. We become kingdom men. Who have been given the king's authority to act. And we are called not just to hold the fort. Put up the barricades. And keep the enemy out. We are called to take on the enemy. To take the enemy on. To storm the gates of hell. And to set the captives free. That's what Jesus came to do. And when we give our lives to him. That is meant to be what we need to do too. That is our mission. Let me ask you this question. Who is God looking to use to get his will done on this earth? Yes, the kingdom will come in full when Christ returns. But in the meantime, the kingdom is growing and you and I have been given our marching orders to advance it. Jesus said the kingdom of God is forcefully advancing and forceful men lay hold of it. Now, John the Baptist was one of these men. So were those disciples after being empowered on the day of Pentecost. And so have countless men and women been in the centuries ever since who have said to God, not my will but yours be done. And guys, if you say you're a follower of Christ, that baton has been passed into your hands. What are you doing with that baton? Are you running with it? Or are you keeping it safe? It takes deliberate, purposeful, intentional and determined action to advance his kingdom. It costs. It might be your money, but undoubtedly it will be your time, maybe your reputation, Maybe friendships. You might receive insults. And if you live in certain countries and cultures of this world, it may even cost you your life. Don't forget, guys, there's an enemy opposing us. And his, his aim is to stop you from doing the will of God. And he will use any trick in the book, any means he can to try and stop you from fulfilling the purpose that God has for your life. But the good news is, he that is in you, is greater than he that is in the world. So guys, the ball is in your court. If you are determined to do the will of God in and with your life, nothing will be able to stop you. Don't settle for putting up the barricades and living it out until you die or Jesus comes back. Do something intentional, something great with your life. Don't settle for anything less. Don't settle for just aiming for perhaps a bigger house. A more expensive car, that promotion that you want, or even maybe living your life out through the latest computer game or your city's football team. Don't settle for less. It's time for you and me to be the men who represent the king well, 
who devote themselves to doing what he wants us to do with the remainder of our lives, not running after other things, no other gods. The world right now needs kingdom men. But guys, no one will make you step up to your calling. It's your choice. If you want to see his kingdom come, you want to be the man who is used to make it happen. Tell him. Tell God that that is what you want. And then ask God, your father, to show you what he wants you to do. And he will. He will open doors. He will lead you to the right people and the right places where he wants you to go. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Guys, if you'd like to know more about following Jesus, if you'd like to know more about how you can serve him, how you can be used in his kingdom, you can contact me here at gareth.pope at cvm.org.uk. Thank you for listening.